Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode... I'm telling you, Disney, they've gone dark. Let me just kind of like speak about this for a little bit. These last two episodes, right? The world was waiting for it and it dropped. So we saw... Uh, Neo, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves is back, Carrie Ann Moss, Trinity is back, Morpheus is I remember it man, people people left the cinema screen and they were crying, it was harrowing. So if you haven't seen it, um, you know, it's, it's called Unite 93, I think. For me it was similar, I really wanted, I think I wanted to like it more than I liked it. Even, I, I even feel bad, like, kind of dissing it a bit because I still think maybe, is it me? Am I not ready for it? I had to have a lot of patience while watching the movie develop because I I was waiting for shit to happen. And you know what, right? A lot of... All right, hello, we're back again. And we are... Devout, are we live? This is live. This is yeah, going out live on, and direct, to the man. world. The whole wide right, world. Live and direct. Uh, episode 155 we're doing, folks, right now. And um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting episode because we've got a film review that we want to speak about. We've actually been talking about this film for a while. I know I've <laughs> been speaking about it for a while. Hopefully we've got time for a hidden gem for you. And we're also going to be speaking about um, uh, The Matrix because the trailer just oh. dropped. And uh, yeah, so we're going to kind of like spend a few words on that. And uh, Deval, oh, by the way, um, I just want to quickly ask you, uh, did, has anyone, uh, has anyone one hour have won the, um, the voucher code by any chance? Yeah, we had a winner last week. Uh, so yeah, uh, we sent out uh, the, the Rakuten code and the uh, cinema code to the winner. So I'm not sure what they're going to choose. Uh, they can choose obviously Shang-Chi. Uh, they can book anything else they want. You know, it's not up to us, it's up to them. But yeah, so guys, keep uh, sending those reviews or writing those reviews and let us know you can write the review anywhere you like actually i know preferably we like it on apple but write it on anything you like tell us tell the people what you think of the flicksters uh just let us know on instagram then we'll send you those codes and bob's your uncle yeah there you go you listen to the man that's it that's all you got to do and remember folks remember get in touch with us on instagram on um on um well what are the other ones devout youtube facebook twitter just shout and also just to go into the, the shout outs yeah the uh, the 5s channel uh, last yeah. week uh, uh, that was being broadcast uh, every Wednesday, I believe, eight o'clock UK time broadcast. And they had a, some good chats on there and people are loving Shang-Chi. Yes. They loved the review that we gave, also the news and stuff. So I just want to big up uh, the 5Fs channel. I think we mentioned them uh, a few weeks ago. You, we all love an F or two, don't we? we don't you love an F? <laughs> I, I love huh? an F. Uh, we all <laughs> definitely F. love yeah, an F. The 5Fs, you get five of them, you know, so you can't go wrong. So big up the 5Fs channel. <laughs> and also big up uh, Marcy he was on the 5S channel as well uh, he was chatting about Shang-Chi uh, Zakroff on Instagram big up to Zakroff our very own Zakroff too I know we keep talking about him coming on the show he's going to make he's gonna make his appearance one happen. day uh, Charlie Chai UK uh, Yusra our you know Bella Chow Bella Chow our Money Heist alumni last shout out goes to Kai or Kay I should say Kay James 17 you know who you are. Uh, he was uh, chatting on Instagram about uh, about the Expendables female version. So uh, he heard the show and thought, yep, he would love an Expendables female version. He was saying all kinds of people should be on it. Uh, actually, you know what? I should probably mention some of the people that he said. Yeah, go on. Really needs to be mentioned. But he said, 
Danai Guerrero, who's obviously uh, Akoye from, you know, uh, Black Panther. Uh, Ronda Rousey. I can't forget Ronda Rousey. Man. Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. Rodriguez. I have to, Michelle, have to get a on Fast now. and Furious one in there as well, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Michelle Yao, obviously, we mentioned yeah. her as well. Uma Furman. Ooh, Ooh, Kill Bill, Kill you know? Bill, man. Yeah, Some sword shielding. out. And also China, he mentioned from wrestling. Oh, Remember China, China from wrestling? Yes. With them China, funky, obviously she sadly passed away. Chunky face, man, and a big, big legs, yes. man. Seriously. Exactly. Exactly. She sadly passed away, but you did give her a shout out too. So yeah, so there you go. Who would who would you want in your uh female bendables team? Let us know. Get in touch with us. Um, and also, Devout, listen, you put up the um, folks who haven't seen the Matrix trailer. You've put it up on our mm. page, right? Our, our YouTube page. Yep. Yes. So go yeah, check that yeah. out. There was a Black Film Institute on, on YouTube. They they wrote a little comment on there and like, you know, and then you kind of replied back to that one. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> See, you know, the shout outs are happening everywhere. everywhere. But yeah, they, they were sending us love. Yeah. And good, great to mention it. Yeah. Sending love right back out to them as well, because, you know, it's all about the community. It's all about the networking. It's all about us in our, in our shared interest of movies, yeah. streaming and wherever it is. Let's talk about, talk to each other. So yeah, great shout yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. All right. So folks, you know where you can get in touch with us. Do it. Let us know your favorite movies. Let us know what movies, your trailers you're watching, what movies you're going to go to the cinema and watch. We'd love to hear about all of that stuff. Uh, let's get into movie news now, Deval. Um, first up on the yep. agenda... So we know, obviously, there's, you know, 2021 is a big uh, year for movies. You know, we've had Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, um, oh my God, Spider-Man. But looking beyond 2021, 22, not even 2023 devout, let's look at 2024. What's happening, man? (laughs) Between 2021 and 2024, someone's put down that there's 15 yeah, 15 different things that are that have come out altogether or going to come out between 21 and 2024. Yeah, 15. And think about the first three phases of the MCU. That was 23 movies, wasn't it, I think? So there's a lot that's going to happen. The news is, yeah, that uh, they have, Marvel have announced on, I think it was Twitter, uh, a further six, was it six? Six, yeah, six uh, titles or six dates, I should say. Yeah. Uh, so, or, or was it no four dates? I should say confirmed for uh, twenty twenty four. Yeah, so that's you know a few years ahead. But the first date is the sixteenth of February twenty twenty four. Then the third of May twenty twenty four. Then the twenty sixth of of uh, July twenty twenty four, and then eighth of November twenty twenty four. So that's February, May, July. And November. That's covering that year. Four movies, yeah? Who knows what that's going to be? We're only going to get four movies next year. Well, that is kind of a lot. So four movies, 2024. Four movies, 2024. So, do you have any idea what these movies could be? Like anything? <laughs> Come on, throw something at me, man. Uh, I mean, if we're looking at it, yeah? In 2023, we've got it here. So we've got Quantumania, Ant-Man and, and Wasp Part 3. Yeah. We've got Gardens of the Galaxy Part 3 as well. And then we've got some unlisted movies in 2023. 2023, we've got five movies in one year. What? Oh, man. So you've got to fit so, in the Blade. I think Blade, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else is going to come. I mean, obviously, Avengers. there could be sequels. Yeah, exactly. Avengers movie could be 2024, I think, perhaps, or maybe even earlier. I mean, 
and also sequels to movies that we've had now. So, for example, Eternal sequel could be in 2024. Right. You know I mean, that could happen. Shang-Chi. Uh, uh, exactly. Shang-Chi could be a sequel in 2024. So there's space for those as well. So all I know is, is and this is just the movies, yeah? Don't forget yeah. the Disney Plus shows. Oh, man. We're still good. Yeah, it's exactly. We've still got a slate of Disney Plus uh, shows that we kind of got to get through as well. She-Hulk, um, the Marvels and... Um, you know, oh man, this this is going to be loads. And Hawkeye. So those are the three big ones that we know of, right? Coming in 2022. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Or maybe even one of them in, even this year. So, wow, listen, look, that's going to be super, super exciting. Like I said before, there's going to be some Disney Plus shows that we're going to be seeing maybe at the end of this year, but definitely in 2022 and 2023, uh, we're going to be seeing some more Disney Plus shows. So um, keep it a lot with the Flixers, folks, because obviously, we, the you know, as soon as we hear of all that stuff, we're definitely going to let you know. Now, on to other movie news now, Deval. This is, um, yeah, let's talk about this, man. So John Wick 4 is kind of like a movie that we were excited about. I think the third one was uh, John Wick Part 3, Parabellum. Uh, wicked name. So if you want peace, prepare for war wow. or something like that. If, you know, this is brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. It's brilliant. And seeing oh. John Wick on a horse, that was just like, you know, classic. So... Um, the rumor here is Deval, uh, John Wick 4 is definitely coming. We know that for sure. But what's the rumor? And also the rumor was that it was going to be, it was going to be released at the same, the same day the as... The Matrix. But that's not going to happen because we'll talk about yeah. the trailer in a bit. But The Matrix is coming out yeah. December 22nd of 2021. But yeah, the rumor is that Ariane Moss, yeah, Trinity, Trinity is also going to be in John Wick Part 4. You know what? that don't like I like her as a character are they like, making it too meta like they're both gonna look the same are they making it yeah, like are they exactly, trying, tr- what are they trying to do by by having her in it like um like is she gonna be an assassin that he's got to kill or like you know whatever like I don't know I know what you mean I'm sure that they're gonna have a line in it is one of them says oh you look familiar or we've done this before or something you We're know just to sort of play on what on the matrix Oh my! Like something like, oh, that's a lot of you guns. Ahmad, you know, teacher, yeah. What you've just said, <laughs> mark my words, yeah. You know, you're getting old when you start saying that. Mark my words, yeah. That is going. It's going to happen. happen. Man. It's got to. Yeah, I guarantee you that. And I people in the audience will lap it up. They would love that shit. And the thing is, it's it's for me, it sounds too gimmicky. Yeah, it's, it's like you know. They, they can get someone else, man. Anyone? Yeah, yeah. like, you know, get someone else. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know who else they could... Get. Well, listen, look, man, they, they're bringing on board Donnie Yen. They, they could have got Kate. They could have got Kate, yeah, mm. which we'll talk about next week. But Kate, uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, she would be nice. Assassins. And it's, you know, she's exactly. a fresh character, but same kind of thing, you know? But listen, look, man, they, they, they've got, they've got Donnie, uh, Donnie Yen in this one, so it's going to be kick-ass. It's going to be great the fact that he's going to be in it having her i think it might kind of sidestep a few things and kind of like you know um yeah you know we might miss a few things with that but anyway listen look so uh, john wick 4 that's definitely coming and uh, before that we're going to see keanu reeves in matrix which we're going to speak about in a bit but tell us about mission impossible 7 deval what's happening with this one this is another huge big blockbuster big big movie so tom cruise as we know star producer and uh, on set ranter of Mission Impossible 7, it has now wrapped. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I, I presume it's going to be obviously released next year. But it's just good to know. I mean, I think they are making, I think two simultaneously back to back. 
Yeah, seven I, and eight. Yeah, exactly. So seven's wrapped. Maybe they've filmed part of eight too. Who knows? But yeah, Tom Cruise is going to come back as Hunt. Rebecca Ferguson's yeah. in it. Hayley Atwell. So Agent Peggy. Agent Carter, it. yeah. Yeah, Agent Peggy Carter, exactly. So and Tom Clementoff is going to be in it as well. Tom Clementoff. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Mantis. Mantis. Yeah, from Gardens of the Galaxy is going to be in it. So cool, cool, cool cast. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, let's see what happens. I'm sure he injured himself in this one somehow. So, yeah. you know, doing all these stuff. Well, didn't he get usual. COVID? No, did he get COVID? No, no, because they were filming in the UK. Yeah, there was, there was an incident where I think someone on set didn't have their mask or they, they broke some sort of COVID protocol. And then that's the rants that we heard uh, Tom Cruise having on set because he's not just the actor. But so I guess he's got a lot of, I don't know, the burden of the film maybe, you know, stressed him out and he sort of let loose on set. So... Yeah, at least we know that it finished. Exactly. All right. So listen, we're looking forward to that one. And then they go off into post-production and then they, I think they carry on just filming part it's eight. Mad. No, it's mad though. You know, when you think about it, they should change the title. I was thinking about this the other day. Mission Impossible. It's obviously not impossible because they've done how many missions, yeah? Because, they keep doing you know it. What? Mission's it's, very possible. It is possible because he always wins. <laughs> exactly. Mission's very possible, mate. <laughs> you know you know what what are the chances that they bring back John Woo to direct for number 8 flying doves can you imagine it's like <laughs> slow motion <laughs> doves flying around Ooh. oh my gosh man yeah so this is a big movie for Paramount Paramount Pictures I think they're going to be doing like a whole thing for this um, because obviously they'll put it on the streaming service and it's, you know there's going to be a bigger whole uh, IMAX um, I think, did I watch it in IMAX? I can't remember if I saw it in IMAX. No, I don't think I saw it in IMAX, but there's that whole, there was a whole section of the movie, Deval, where it's either the beginning or the end of the movie where they film these elaborate scenes like in IMAX and it looks amazing on these huge screens. Um, so I'm pretty sure they're going to do that for seven and eight as well. So yeah, we'll let you know more on that one as soon as news comes out. Now let's speak about Emmys. Emmys, WandaVision Deval. Uh, hmm. One of our favorite uh, Disney Plus shows, one of our favorite kind of Marvel shows, um, it's won an Emmy. So um, I think this happened like yesterday okay. in the US. And I th Mandalorian, I think, uh, picked up a few awards, but definitely WandaVision. So, yeah, exactly. So listen, what does this what does this tell us? It tells us obviously great writing or great storytelling or great, hmm. you know, uh, what they're producing um you know, the peers of the industry, they, they love this sort of stuff as well, right? Because they, they give it awards. Yeah, and it just, it just goes to show a lot of the work that happens, not just in front of the camera. People just see Elizabeth Olsen and, you know, Paul Bettany and all the rest of them. act. That's the end of the process. The process begins a lot, a lot, way before that. So I think credit should go to all the, you know, behind the scenes, the writers, the set designers, all these people that bring it to life, I think they all need their, they all need, a, you know, an award too. So really good show. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Exactly. Yeah. Really, really good win for that one. And um, just speaking about Disney movies and, you know, just to kind of link it back to what you were saying at the start of movie news. So Marvel, they've decided, uh, well, Disney, they've decided to release all their future movies in the cinema. You know how we kind of had this period of our, where um, films were coming out on cinema and on the premier axis. Mm. But because Shang-Chi has done really, really well, considering that it's obviously, you know, the pandemic, they've decided that Eternals, um, uh, um, Spider-Man, mm. that is going to be a cinema release. So they're not going to do the simultaneous release. And I think Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, which is a Disney release, 
I think that's going to be coming out in cinema. So for the time being, if you've got a Disney Plus streaming service, you won't be seeing those movies come out simultaneously like we saw with uh, Black Widow. Also, so is that wanna, good or bad? I guess they want to avoid another lawsuit. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. Thinking, but what do you think? Is that, is, that, is that good or bad? I think it's, I think it's good because cinema is the best place for those kind of movies. I think some yeah. movies you can see at home, but for those movies, cinema is the best place. But I do think it's a good idea to perhaps you know, bring those movies out at a later date on the streaming. Because then it also feels a better uh, I guess an attraction for those streaming platforms, Disney Plus or whoever it may be. I think maybe, I don't know whether it's three months later or four months later, at least they should put them on there as well. The first like premiere access, but a bit cheaper than the regular big price they've got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But listen, from what I've gathered is uh, uh, Shang-Chi, uh, they're releasing it on the 18th of October and that is 45 days uh, oh. after the its cinema release. I didn't realise that. Okay, that's cool. Okay, okay. So they're giving, so they're giving their movies yeah. 45 days, a minimum of 45 days. And yeah, if, if, the, if the movies are doing really well, they'll probably keep them in the cinema longer. But I think 45 days is probably the minimum. Um, so yeah, so unfortunately, folks, you won't be seeing... Uh, Shang-Chi just yet you'll have to wait until next month and Eternals that's probably going to be in December that you p- might be able to catch it on streaming services and then we'll see what happens with the uh, Spider-Man because it's a Sony thing isn't it oh yeah it might be. exactly all right listen we're going to round off our movie news with some sad news mm. so actor Michael K. Williams uh, 54 years old sadly passed away and some of you will know um, Michael from his role as um, Omar oh. Yeah, Omar's oh, coming. man, from The Wire. And oh. listen, you know, there's um, uh, Barack Obama, uh, ex-president Barack Obama. He loved watching The Wire. And he said his he? favorite character like, on The Omar? Wire was Omar. Oh, my He said God. he hated the stuff that he does, but he's such a, an interesting character that he just kind of brought it to life and he kind of gave it so many different layers and I mean, what a role, man. I mean, that was crazy. But listen, um, we don't know the cause of death. I mean, I certainly don't know the cause of death. But yeah, man, 54 years old. And he's been in some great Young. stuff. We saw him in um, something. He, he popped up in something recently as well. Um, uh, when uh, they, when Love, they see Lovecraft us. Lovecraft Country. Uh, Lovecraft Country. You see him when they see us as well? He played one of the, he played one of the kids' oh, okay. dads. Yeah, yeah. He was in Assassin's Creed, uh, 12 Years a Slave. Been in video games, Battlefield. Really popular video wow. game. I didn't know that. Uh, and Red Sea, uh, the Red Sea uh, diving resort. Film with Captain America when they yep. true story about some you know resort and it, you know uh, a political movie. But yeah, many movies. Broadwalk Empire as well. TV show very very popular. Uh, the Night of really really good show with. Uh, uh, um, I know who you're talking about. It's a uh, Riz. Riz Ahmed, yeah, Riz Ahmed. So yeah, really, really good show that one. Really worth re- see- really worth seeing that one. The night really good show. But yeah, basically, yeah, yeah sad, really sad news. And uh, yeah, it's, just, it's definitely going to be missed. I'm, I'm not sure what he was doing actually. You know what productions that we may still see him in. So time will tell. Exactly. And just finally on that, it was um, it was Tupac Shakur who uh, who kind of found him. Is it? Yeah, he saw him in a casting call and he said, I want that guy. He was working on, what was it? Uh, um, in a film called High Top. I've okay. never seen it. 
And uh, apparently he's two back score, saw him and he said, I want that guy. And then that's it. Rest is history. So yeah, unfortunately, folks. Yeah, man. Michael K. Williams, uh, no more. But go check out some of his stuff um, and kind of like relive those moments. All right, Devout, let's move on to streaming. Now, listen, yep. I'm all caught up. I'm all caught up caught with um, What If, right? Up. And listen, I tell you, Disney, they've gone dark. Let me just kind of like speak about this for a little <laughs> bit. These last two episodes, right? So yeah. we had um, What If Doctor, uh, Doctor Strange dark. didn't lose his hands. He, he loses his heart. Mm. And this is a kind of a battle between Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange. And it goes really deep and what you would do for the person that you love, the depths that you'd go to. And then the next one is what if the Avengers were flipping zombies? Yeah. It's like, where are they taking this show? Crazy. And it's, it's really weird how they, how they brought in the, I guess, the reason of people turning into zombies. It derived from the quantum, quantum realm. So it was really yeah, different hope, compared hope to Van Dyme. Yeah, she went into the quantum realm to get uh, Janet Van Dyme, and yeah, somehow was infected by a virus down there and brought it into the world. And just think, when you're able to shrink that small and be infected, you know, be a zombie fighting people it's like mosquitoes. Imagine like, imagine if mosquitoes turn people to zombies, the whole world would be finished. So really interesting and just really funny to see some of the sort of similarities of stories that we know. Like, you know, Hulk falling through the Sanctum Santorum. Yeah, that was brilliant. And just seeing the fact that the zombies still have their powers, that was scary. So, yeah, that, yeah really good. good episode. Really good episode. There was, um, there's a thing in there, there's a kind of something a bit creepy, a bit weird. Uh, Vision's in it and Scarlet mm. Witch is in it. Oh. But um, what Vision does, he does something and um which is like oh shit you can't you can't imagine vision doing something like that but seeing that whole dynamic even through the whole zombie apocalypse type of thing he vision and scarlet witch they love each other and you know and it reminded me of wonder vision so like what loki what um scarlet witch did for wonder uh, for uh, vision kind of vision does that for yeah. for scarlet yeah. witch in this one yeah. so it's a really good episode go check it out um, and I think we've only got a few more episodes left. The other show that I want to speak about, Devout. Now, listen, you definitely should be watching this. You, man, you, you know, you love your football. You watch football. You play football. Yeah. And um, this show, you should definitely watch. It's called Ted Lasso. It's on the second season. It's on Apple Plus. And you know what? This show just came out of nowhere. Um, I wasn't really interested in the whole thing. I thought, let me just give it kind of like, you know, a watch. So season one. And it's got the guy, Jason Sudeikis. Yes, it's got yeah. um, a whole host of kind of like, um, you know, British actors set in a town called Richmond uh, here, well, in England, in, um, in oh, the real like, South West London. South West London, near Wimbledon. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. It's, and and um, he takes over. So he's an American football coach who gets hired to take over Richmond FC in the UK. And the owner is played by, do you remember from Game of Thrones? Shame. Shame. Oh yeah, the, the the lady, the blonde lady, really tall. Yeah, tall lady. Really yeah, big. yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, she she's gorgeous in this, by the way. She looks really really good. And um, so she's the owner, and she hires him, thinking that he's gonna mess up. And then um, and she does it as a way to get back her ex husband <laughs> who loves the club. But people end up liking uh, Ted Lasso and everything like that. So, um, and it's, it, it's, it is a story, it is about football, but it's also more than just about football. It's about him and the, the stuff that goes in his life. So the second season started um, and I've been watching it. It's funny, it's good. It's got some good little gems in there, some really funny things in there. Um, you should definitely watch it. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, give it a go. Give it a go. Okay, I will. And then the other thing that people can look forward to watching uh, is Lucifer. So, I mean, I came to the whole Lucifer thing pretty, pretty late, man. This I is, I only started involved. watching it. I heard it. it's good. I heard it's good, it's but good. I haven't. It's funny. It's, um, it's, it's weird. It's got like, you know, it's dark as well. And, uh, you know, based on this Neil Gaiman uh, character, Lucifer Morningstar. And this is the final season. So um, there's going to be no more. So that's streaming on, uh, season six is streaming on Netflix right now. So go check that out if you haven't seen it. And there's a whole host of other stuff that we're watching that we have, we don't even have time to think about that. Like even talk about. <laughs> about trailers. What's new on trailers? Trailers. So we sort of hinted at the, the new Matrix uh, Resurrections trailer, which dropped just a few days ago. The world was waiting for it and it dropped. So we saw uh, Neo, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves back, Carrie Ann Moss, Trinity is back, Morpheus is not back, but instead we've got uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen, who we recently saw in Candyman, Watchmen, among other films. Uh, he's, I think, I think he's Morpheus. I don't think they've explicitly said that he is Morpheus, but he looks like Morpheus, sounds like Morpheus, so he must be Morpheus. Uh, and yeah, so it looks like, from the sound of it, it looks like uh, Neo is kind of not himself. The last time we saw him in Matrix Revolutions, like they made a deal with the, the robots or the machines, like a truce was made so that, you know, Zion was left alone and the machines could keep on using factories. It seems like peace came for a certain amount of time, but now it looks like Neo's getting another awakening. Somehow he's there mm. and he's, he looks like John Wick, which I don't agree with, but... I know, I did, that threw me off. I was like, oh. hang on a second, what Mate. is it? Is it because they're filming this at the same time or I something? So. Were they filming this at the I same think, time? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Contractually obliged, just like, uh, your mate Henry Cavill with a moustache. Had to keep this cut tash. His hair. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's the only thing that threw me off. Apart from that, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not hoping mm. for a good film. Yeah. I think it might yeah. be, it might be whack. And if it is whack, I won't be. The hype might be just too much, exactly. man. But I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm happy as well. Christmas is going to be good. Yeah. Within days, <laughs> we've got Spider-Man. We've got that. Spider-Man and, and Matrix. Other stuff. Exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, Matrix is, I mean, Matrix 1 was almost perfect. Yeah, oh and, man. you know, I don't know if they can top I it. I love that movie. Yeah, to this day, I love that, that film. movie. And behind the scenes, um, the the kind of the the gossip is um, the Wachowski, but, but the Wachowskis they directed like part one, two, and three, but only lo- only one of the siblings, so Lana Wachowski, is yeah. behind this movie. Yeah, and um, and the, um, I can't remember the name of the other Wachowski sister is Lena, um, isn't but, it, or something? Well, yeah, it's be something, uh, sorry, but... what did you say? <laughs> Was it Lena? <laughs> I know Lana Lana is the one who's directed this one and uh, maybe Lena is the other one and um, uh, she was being interviewed and they said why didn't you want to do this new Matrix movie and her, the, the response was she felt like as if it was it was boring to go back to go back to revisit those characters okay. I'm, I'm with her on that one I'm with her I think she'd be left alone I mean yeah I mean now see is it the studios like did the studios want this Money or talks what, did the and bullshit walks. That's what I always say. Tell you, man. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah, studios man. want money because this prints them money. They need money. Exactly. Money. So this is going to be, this is like Deval said, this is going to be coming out in Christmas. Uh, and uh, I think they're doing a HBO Max simultaneous release yes. type of thing as well. Yes, they are. So we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe the cinema start opening up even more and everything because I know they are back home. 
So maybe, I don't know, you might not see an HBO Max. Um, but yeah, so listen, go check that out. That's the Matrix Reservations, uh, Resurrections. Now, another one, we'll quickly go through these ones. Uh, Moonfall. Yep. Now, Deval, yeah, tell us about this one. I saw this trailer. Yeah, like like teacher just said, we're going to qu- quickly go through this. So Moonfall, the moon is falling and you've got to, you, you've got to try and save the world. That's it. <laughs> but it's got, it's, uh, it's got Hayley Berry or Halle Berry. Yep. I always say Hayley Berry. And yeah, the executive yeah. producer is the Ronald, uh, I want to say Zemeckis. Who's the one that produced all like, you know, uh, Day After Tomorrow and... Uh, Emmerich. The, Emmerich, that's it, yeah. So Emmerich is producing this one. But yeah, it yeah. says, as all these films are pretty much, end of the world kind end of, of the shit. World you know, the moon is falling onto the earth. But that kind of is what happened when the moon was first created. A big object hit the earth and all the rocks that, came apart from it, formed into the moon, which is why the moon is there today. The moon is slowly, slowly, slowly moving away from the Earth as gravitational sort of strength uh, sort of wanes over the uh, millions of years. So it's funny how now they're saying the moon is now falling onto the Earth. It should have never happened. It should be the other way around. It should be going away from the Earth. I love this. Sorry. This is listen. This is this is like you know debunking the the movie myth. You know, Deval with his science bloody knowledge, man. He's like you know he's got it all, man. Seriously, that's brilliant. So look, that just shows you like you know the shit that they come up with. Exactly. Um, but it looks interesting. So listen, yeah. So that's that's, so that's, that's moonfall next year. Next we've got Insecure, which uh, Issa Issa Rae uh, a TV show on on HBO. Really, really good comedy. It's like uh, hard hitting. It's it's raw. Uh, it's really stormed all the charts when it came out. You know, for the past four years, this is the last season, season five, and I cannot wait uh, for it to come out. So this Looks is coming good. out. I saw it coming out soon. So yeah, insecure. And then the last one is Don't Look Up. This is a really interesting trailer. This is on Netflix. Coming out on Netflix, I believe it's next. Say next year was it? No, it's Christmas, mm. December this year, and wow. it's got everyone in it. It's got Leonardo DiCaprio. It's got uh, Jennifer Lawrence uh, is in the film as well. It's got Meryl Streep. I mean, do I need to go on? Yeah. I mean, this film, it's about, uh, again, similar to Moonfall. This one is about a comet or asteroid. I always get them mixed up. What? But uh, it's coming to Earth. Like, you know, yeah. it's going to hit the Earth. And these people have to try and fix it. But it's not an action film like you think. It's a bit of a comedy, a bit of a dry, not dry, but it's a bit of a comedy. It's a bit like uh, the tone kind of comes across a bit like, you know, uh, like jokey, yeah, kind of jokey, but not in a silly way. Satirical, but a like, yeah, exactly, yeah. That's that's the, and it actually looks very interesting. It looks yeah. very interesting. So this is out on Netflix just before Christmas. So that should be interesting. exactly. Don't look up. Yeah, don't look up. And they spent like, can you imagine the money they've spent yeah. on bringing Leonardo DiCaprio to Netflix? I mean, like gosh, Meryl man. Streep as well. I mean, don't mess around. Man. It, don't mess around. A director by a guy called Adam McKay who who directed The Big Short, which is. So, if you've you seen The Big Short, you'll know what kind of tone we're going for go. over here. All right, so those are the, your trailers, folks. Go check them out. Now, listen, um, I'm gonna, we're going to quickly go through Anniversary Corner. Now, I was kind of like, I mean, we were umming and ahhing. I was umming and ahhing, and I, uh, I generally leave it up to Deval to put movies onto the Anniversary Corner because I always defer to his expertise on, on Anniversary <laughs> Corner. Um, but this one, I thought it was kind of apt that we would yeah. kind of add this one considering the, the the time frame that we're in the date and everything september the 11th you know you know the obviously the you know years. what happened 2001 20 years man you imagine i mean where were you when it happened can you remember where you were and man i was i remember this i was at home i was flicking through the channels honestly i thought i was it was a movie 
I, I, I thought it was a movie, man. People are like, I was like, what was going on over here? And I was text messaging everyone. No, not WhatsApping, text messaging hey, yeah. people. And just no, saying was, like, that was oh, going you into your allowance. News? Then it wasn't free text, was it? <laughs> <laughs> It was going into oh, your allowance, isn't it? The allowance. Yeah, exactly. Where you would get allowance, minute allowances and shit like that. And uh, I was messaging everyone. I was like, listen, are you watching the news? Watch the news right now. Watch the news right now. And people were like, what? What's going on? What's going on? It was crazy. It was madness and obviously sad. Yeah. And then um, and in 2006, so 15 years ago, um, Paul Greengrass. Now, Paul Greengrass, you might remember him from um, uh, the Bourne movies. Yeah. Really great direct film director, Captain Phillips. I love that movie as well. So he he Shaky made Cam, this kind of intense oh, filming style, isn't it? Perfect for something like this. And it tells the harrowing story of of flight number United ninety three. So this is like a real life story and about kind of. And the thing that always bugged me, Deval, was like. And after I, like, you know, when I was watching the movie, I was like, how the hell do they know what the people were saying and stuff? And, but then it was, people were making those phone calls. Like, I didn't realize that people were making those phone calls. And then, you know, that's exactly what we're saying. And then obviously they had, they had the, uh, the, the black box, the recordings from the air, aircraft and everything. So they heard all the shit that was, that was being said. Oh man, harrowing. In the cinema that I went to go watch it, I think it was Feltham Cinema. Uh, People were crying. Serious. I remember it, man. People, people left the cinema screen and they were crying. It was harrowing. So if you haven't seen it, um, you, you know, it's, it's called United 93. I think definitely you should watch it. And it's kind of like this, this gut-wrenching story about the, the people of that flight, man. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. That went into the Pentagon. That's it. Yeah. That's the one. And then at the last minute, they they decided the passengers decided to kind of storm, like you know the cockpit and like you know and who knows if they'd have done it a bit earlier it's you know it's hard to know like you know what would have happened but yeah man it's sad go watch it go check it out it's part of history um, you know and you know you need to kind of like brush up yourself on it um, so yeah listen let's, let's go check it out it's 1993 from 2006 all right Deval uh, let's do this film review yes so this is the Five Fs uh, channel. Uh, was actually disappointed last week that we didn't review the Green Knight. They were looking forward to it. So anyone else that was looking yeah. forward to it, as well as the 5S channel, here is your review of the Green Knight uh, starring Dev Patel. So, yeah. yeah. So listen, um, listen, I've, I've just, re just re very recently, I wrote uh, a kind of like a, a little piece about this. And I've been doing this uh, for, you know, some, a lot of this kind of stuff that I've been watching develop. And, uh, you know, you've, you've read some of the yeah. stuff that I've been uh, kind of been doing. So I wrote a piece. And what I what my angle was is this. Um, it's, it's Hold on, where can they find it? Like this. Just, just flippantly, just, oh, I wrote a piece. Where can <laughs> they find this piece? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm basically what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to express myself more, yes. like, you know, with words and like kind of in express the written yourself. form. And huh? Exactly. Express yourself, express yourself man. You know how it is. Um, so I kind of... I, I kind of wrote and I said, look, listen, this is a movie that you don't kind of write about a, 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 just a review because this, this movie for me was confusing. It was amazing to look at. It's got so many different layers to it that I watched it. And I got to tell you, man, I was scratching. I scratched my head. I was scratching my beard. I was scratching my ass. I was scratching like you name it. Anything that had hair on it, I was scratching yeah. it. So, um, 
and I kind of had to go back and I kind of like watch a bit bits and pieces of it and then um, I, I was trying to like form this kind of opinion of it and then I thought to myself well I can't write a review of it because you know I, it, it can mean so many different things so what I'm going to do is I'm going to write about the experience I had of watching the movie so that's what I'm going to tell the people who are listening right now that's what I'm going to tell you I'm going to speak about the experience so I experienced um, I had to have a lot of patience while watching the movie develop because I I was waiting for shit to happen. And you know what, right? A lot of things didn't happen, which I was hoping that they would happen in the movie. Um, and um, and I'll tell you the reason why it is. This is based off a, a poem from the 14th century, so in the Dark Ages. And it's based off a poem called Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. And in this poem... Um, so Sir Gawain, he's, um, he's King Arthur's nephew. He, they're having Christmas, you know, they're having a Christmas feast. And during this Christmas feast, this green knight, this beast or whatever it is you want to call it, he kind of enters the room and he's, he lays down a challenge as you do in the 14th century. He says, listen, anyone who can lay a blow on me, uh, will um, be able to keep my axe. And this axe has got magical powers. It's got, like, you'll have all the riches of the whole world. And no one, uh, King Arthur's, you know, the Knights of the Round Table, no one wants to do it. Apart from Gawain, he, he gets up and he says, okay, I'll do it. So he takes Excalibur and um, he's like, okay, ready. And uh, the knight, the green knight, he just kneels down and he says, here you go. Um, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to basically give you my head. But the thing is this, um, in a year's time, I am going to give you the same blow that you give me. But how does he, how does he survive you, then? Why is he surviving? Is he, is he magical? Exactly. It's, myster, it's mystical, it's magical, it's, it's a legend, it's, it's kind of all these things. And uh, Gawain's like thinking, shit, all right, okay, whatever. He chops his head off and then the Green Knight, he basically gets up and he's like, I'll see you in a year's time. And then he goes off. <laughs> right so basically this is the poem and this is david lowry's um adaptation of that poem right now and i've 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 kind of i've you know broken it down really kind of like you know uh really quickly and everything so this is a story about uh gawain who's played by dev patel and it's this kind of like trials the trials of of him uh becoming kind of like this knight he wants to be a knight and he has to go through these certain trials and everything. And um, man, I so badly wanted this to be a great movie. Like, honestly, I, I, I wanted it to be a fantastic movie. I know that there is a great movie in there somewhere because it's visually stunning. It's got some great acting. I think Dev Patel, man, from Skins to this. Was I think he in the Skins guys, as well? He was, was in, in Skins, Skins, man. All the good like, UK actors came from Skins. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya was well. in Skins as well, yeah? Ex Oscar winner, Daniel Kaluuya, man. Seriously. Skins really done a good job, you know? <laughs> I know, man. So listen, so he's gone from obviously doing that to kind of being, becoming this kind of leading man status. And he looks great. That Don't get me wrong, man. This is this guy, like, you know, seeing, you know, a person like me, my color, like, you know, up on the screen, you know, a different shade, like, you know, playing this traditionally white character, how many, like, you know, brown people did you see? Like, do you reckon they were in 14th century Camelot, man? <laughs> like, seriously, man. Seriously, True. they were the, probably the peasants, the, like, you know, the slaves or whatever. True. So uh, um, him riding the horse and doing this whole thing, I thought, that's wicked. Like, you know, I love that. But um, 
I don't know. My experience of it was that I I thought, like I said before, is visually stunning. I I was expecting more from him going through these trials, and these trials were all about him, you know, becoming something bigger than what he uh, what he is already at the moment because he's unsure of himself. You know, he yeah. he doesn't know if he's gonna if he's knight worthy. So he goes off to kind of like you know to see this kind of green knight uh, a year later from this kind of thing that he had. But um, yeah, man, that was kind of me. And I, I, I don't know what else, how to kind of put it down. I mean, um, it's, it's, it's not kind of like a boring movie. You know, I, I wasn't bored. I was kind of like captivated. But at the same time, I, I was maybe, I was just expecting more, man. I, I don't like know. I, I don't know if that's the experience that you had. Yeah, it's kind of like when you, you know, your, your, your football team signs that big striker from some mm. different league and they, they in that league they score 50 goals a year yeah so and then this striker looks good got a striker's name everything about this yeah, is a yeah. good striker they come to your club and then they only score like four goals you know yeah, the whole yeah, year exactly it's like that it's like it looks the part but it doesn't fully fully deliver you know, for me it was similar i really wanted i think i wanted to like it more than i liked it even i, I even feel bad like kind of this in it a bit because I still think maybe is it me? Am I not ready for it? Is it something I've done? Is it within me that I didn't like this film? Yeah. You know, it's something because I I even think it needs two or three viewings, but it's a long film. It's over two hours, you know. I know. So I don't think it needed to be. But uh it's got a good cast as well. Alicia Alicia, Alicia Vikander, is that her name? Uh Joel Edgerton is in the film as well. Got uh the, the King and Queen that's in the film. They've been around for a long time. Uh yeah. Around Kate, Kate yeah. Dickey. She's in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones, Sean stuff. Harris. It's like, I don't know, man. It's A24 usually delivers. Yeah, the, yeah the, there's yeah. a bit in the movie. There's a bit in the movie at the beginning where um, um, he, uh, King Arthur, Sean Harris, says to, says to kind of uh, Dev Patel, he's like, tell me a bit about yourself. And then the, the camera kind of focuses on him and he's like, I don't have any stories to tell you. And then I thought, oh shit, this is going to be that thing where, right, okay, the, the legend is born now. Now we're going to get to see what he does. And then there's a moment where he takes Excalibur and he chops, you know, spoiler over here, he chops the uh, the Green Knight's uh, head off. And I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? This is it. He's going to go off. He's going to do the trials and he's going to basically go from being that kind of, the unsure person to becoming this knight and we're going to see this massive transformation he does have a transformation in the movie without a doubt you do get to see that but it wasn't the transformation that i wanted and my criticism of this was and i, I write about this is that the director david lowry he stuck to the poem but in my eyes he's Most. too rigidly okay like yeah I, you know he's he, so if you go online and you read uh, you know the poem and you can get this on wikipedia they they pretty much stuck to the whole kind of trials of of Gawain and like you know by the end of the movie does he become a knight and you know it's all about this chivalry the chivalric uh, kind of tradition you know the knights of the round table they yeah, um yeah. They, they you know this this supposed to be kind of the best of us you know what I'm saying but at the beginning of the movie he's in a brothel he's he's having it off with Alicia Vikander he's getting pissed he's getting drunk and all this sort of stuff so seeing that whole transformation is good and great because you know what, sometimes we've got to start in the dirt before we can get to obviously, you know, the sky. And, um, but I was just kind of, um, kind of expecting more, but then again, I'm like you has, 
was was I expecting too much or you know has it gone over my head or is it supposed to be like that and we, it just kind of went through me over me or whatever I don't know anticlimactic like he's like the sex scene he had with uh, Alicia Vikander <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and there's definitely kind of like you know his his mum uh, played by I can't remember the actress's name but his mum is like you know from the uh, the the King Arthur legends, Morgana, she's like the uh, sorceress. And like, you know, she obviously has kind of like a role to play in the whole kind of, of you know, the, with the green knight and everything. So yeah, it's an interesting movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, David Lowry, I like some of his other stuff. He made this movie devout called a ghost story back in 2017, oh, yeah, starring yeah, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. It's a great movie. Good I film, really, yeah. really like that movie. I thought I was going to have a similar experience, That's a good um, film. but, yeah, so, but unfortunately I didn't. But I mean, um, it could be just be me. Like, remember, you know, this is just one person talking about the meaning of this movie and there could be multiple meanings, man. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know yeah, what, yeah, the, yeah. you know, so some, like, you know, you, someone else could watch this movie and think, oh, I saw it in this way and like, it was great for me. Exactly, and this, and, yeah, exactly. You know, so, so, and this movie, you know, of all the reading that I've been doing online, this movie has divided people. Some people either love it or they hate it. That's it. I do, I'm not I sure it. if I Don't hate understand. it. Maybe, maybe if I watch it again in a year's time, I'm going to be like, oh my God, it's the, it's the freaking best thing that I've seen. Yeah, it could be a you slow know? burner. Yeah, it could be a slow burner. Could be. Yeah. That's what. So, um... The five Fs. I hope that was kind of, you know, uh, you know, I hope that's, you know, it, I don't know. Is that going to be enough for you to go out and watch the movie? Probably not. You're probably going to be thinking, probably shit, thinking, I'll give this one a miss. Probably thinking, F this, pun intended. <laughs> Add a you sixth know. one in there. Yeah, <laughs> <You know>? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. So yeah, where, where are we at with the timing, man? Speaking uh, his head and gem. We can sneak it in or should we leave it to next week? Yeah, you, you tell me. Um, oh, se- all right, center. Right, okay. Um, you know what? Let's, no, let's... Um, we got to do it properly. We got to do it properly. Yeah, I want to do it properly. I want to yeah. give okay, it a bit, bit of time. Let's, let's do it next week. Uh, we'll speak so, about that. Sorry, guys. Next week, we're going to talk about sensor. <laughs> exactly. We'll speak about sensor another time. And um, what else have we got? We've got, man, there's... Um, what have we got with Review of Netflix? Malignant is out. Uh, oh, that's yes. James James Wan's new horror film that looks good. That's out on yes. HBO as well, so you can get that online. The house, and also, the house next door. House next door. Shit. Okay. It's on our list radar. It's, it's on our radar. The house next door. And Kate Seriously. on Netflix is there as well. Kate is out, so that's, Kate, that's we're gonna, looking alright. We're gonna watch Netflix, that. So looking alright. So next week you're gonna get some good good stuff. That's it. Keep it locked with the the other F, the Flixsters. <laughs> oh my gosh. on that note on that that bombshell take it easy and don't forget to follow us on instagram facebook youtube and twitter just pop in the flicksters podcast